for it to stay live. Alrighty, ladies and gents, welcome to another live stream. I have no idea what time it is in the USA, so if you're asleep, if you're awake, whatever, welcome to the show. We might get a few more Aussies on this one as well because it is a better time of the day for the Aussies. I don't know, I think the Europeans are probably asleep. But anyway, the cool news is we have our first ever guest. Can you guess who it is? It's the Reacher! <laughs> of course it's the Reacher. Of course it's the Reacher. Anyway, kill that music. Oh my goodness. Wow. The Reacher, welcome. Yeah, good man. What do you think of that? That was loud in our ears, wasn't it? Oh, that was, that was so loud. <laughs> It's like a party going off. G'day, no dice, g'day, exhaustion, as we see a few people are going to start kicking in here. But today is going to be a good topic, YouTube. We have none better than having this guy in here for this topic. As you can see, the topic of today is hand control versus umpire in arm wrestling. That's a, that's a rabbit hole, man, isn't it? That is a real rabbit hole. We're about to start spiraling. <laughs> oh, I, I have a feeling sayings like losing your hand as a choice is going to happen today and that might... I, think I, I, I think i need my phone to get up a screenshot that we uh oh my goodness but anyway um ladies and gents um this is the topic of today and as as per normal which normal is still kind of we're getting used to it but um <laughs> this new new format guys what we're going to do is we're going to give our opinion on this subject matter before we're going to then turn our attention and look at the comments here and um, so feel free to put your two cents worth in the comments section as we're going. We'll probably talk for 20 minutes or so before we get to that. Like but that. then we'll flip over here. We'll look at the questions and we'll see what's going on. And um, we'll answer them and we'll go from there. We'll have a bit of a fun time in the process. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know who this guy is, Jordan the Reacher, give us a no bit of a... special. What, Just, what, what, what is your story? Who are you? Bump. Why? Are you, are you a, straight away, like, what are you known for? Clearly, arm power or hand oh, control? All arms. All Your arms. arms are actually looking better and better as, uh, I don't know if the lighting in here or what, but. I'll take it. <laughs> now, this is my specialty. Hand control. Hand control. Okay, so Jordan, obviously a good representative of the hand control department. Um, I don't think I'm really, I'm not like an arm power specialist. No. But I'm more than you. I'm, I'm cl further down that, that sliding scale than you. Yeah, yeah. Um, of you, course. You've put one foot in that rabbit hole. I have. I've got feet in both camps. Luckily, I, you know, pulled you back to, <laughs> you know, reality. Well, anyway, but so guys, in today's, tonight's, whatever time it is for you, in the show, we're going to cover hand control versus arm power. We're going to look at the strategies of, of what that means as an arm wrestler if you've chosen one or the other. Yep. Maybe who should choose arm power? Who should choose hand control? Uh, is, there a, is, is there a biomechanical preference for either one of those? And hopefully you can then apply that to your arm wrestling as well because it does shape a lot of the way that uh, you're going to move in, in tournaments and, and super matches. Um, so understanding your own body, knowing which one you're going to be more inclined to, when to do what, and is ultimately is one more important than the other? The big debate. Like just going all over arm wrestling with that, that kind of yeah. intro. <laughs> like we're just covering arm wrestling in general. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this is this is an absolute can of worms, yeah. this, this question. It really isn't a simple question, but um, it, it opens up some points that I think a lot of new fans to the sport, a lot of novices may not have even, maybe lots of amateurs and even some pros, have not even really uncovered or unpacked yet. Yeah. Um, gets into the combat side of it a lot. So let's kick it, let's kick it off. Um, hand control versus arm power. Um, for me, I feel like 
arm wrestling, first of all, we have to define arm wrestling as not only a strength sport, but a combat sport. Uh, if we look at it as just a strength sport, it's, it's, it becomes a bit more simple, but it's not a strength sport. No. It's, a strength sport is uh, a human against an object where the object stays the same for everyone. Um, and you just get to work on your strength. Lift, move. Yeah, basic technique. Not that, not that it's basic technique, no. but, but it's far simpler than, yeah. than this sport. And Absolutely. Arm wrestling, obviously, against another human. Everything you do can affect your opponent's access to power. There's a good term, access to power. Mm-hmm. And also denying someone else's access to power, the other side of the coin. Um, so, Using your biomechanical advantages. Mm, yeah. And, and one thing's for certain is that the longer we spend in this sport, the, the deeper the knowledge goes. And you don't even know that it goes any deeper until you, until you kind of get there, do you? How many times have we said, um, I feel like I know a fair bit, and then a year goes by, you, you look back and you go, I didn't know anything. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I look back at some of my technique, I'm like, wow, I thought that was a really good top roll. And now I look at, look at my last year's top roll, I'm like, mm. I've changed that so much. Mm. <laughs> All right, so straight up, first question to you, um, hand control versus uh, arm power for you, not, mm-hmm. not for your whole philosophy over the sport, but just for you, what's yep. more important? Hand control. Why? 100%. Oh, Floor's yours. It, it's, Floor's yours. It's 90-10. So the way I see it, um, in arm wrestling, um, we talk about the, the chain, right? Your, your best link is at the top where it most affects your opponent, and then everything from there takes a scale down in, in its importance, mm-hmm. right? You don't need, like, if you've got a great set of lats, it isn't going to be as effective if your hand mm-hmm. is going and you, all you can do is keep pulling towards yourself. It's not going to help. Um, so if your hand control is greater than your opponent's, A, it gives you better speed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It really does. Yep, yep. B, it gives you better access to power. C, it takes away your opponent's access to power. Mm. D, it's just better. <laughs> it's just better. Yeah. I mean, I can certainly relate to being a novice and facing against other novices. Hand control was king for me. It yeah. it, it just totally, totally took away my opponent's you access to power. You had that basic yeah. posting top post, roll. Post and pronation I had. Yeah. And that's, that's what denied everyone else's access. You'd either hit to the pad or you'd get turned. Mm. And the only time you got turned was by bigger and stronger guys. Mm. You know, mm. out of your weight class. And, and anyone at a novice level that was just trying to drive sideways quickly got yeah. turned over. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what I experienced was as I climbed um, from novice to amateur to semi-pro to pro was that for me, I couldn't, and probably because my, my hand's not big enough, yep. I couldn't just focus on hand any longer because I, I got to the point where I would, took as much hand control as I possibly could but my arm still went this way. Mm-hmm. And I went, well, I can't take any more hand. Yep. I need arm power now. Yep. Um, so have you experienced that yet? Of course I have. I, I've found the point where people can take me out of my my zone, like like take me all the way to the pad, even though I've taken all of their wrist. But then I found what I can do biomechanically with my shoulder, my elbow positioning, everything like that mm-hmm. to increase my own hand control so i used to always be at the back of the pad sit there and 
and try and chip away with my top roll. Mm-hmm. Now I can, I realized, you know, at coming forward in the last two, three years probably, that I can come forward, use my arm as a, a leverage block, use my shoulder as a biomechanical advantage mm-hmm. to, you know, increase my hand control capabilities and not so much use arm power to stop people from doing that. Mm. Now you, you use, you mentioned that you use a lot of blocks. Yeah. Um, so you're not, when you say a block, is that an arm power thing or is that a connective tissue thing? What connective is that? Connective tissue. So you're coiling up and fucking with your damn elbows. And, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I hate it. When he does it, I hate it. It's really hard to beat him. Um, I want to ask you the question about hand control. Um, when you face someone that has immense arm power mm-hmm. and, and they don't have a, a real, really much regard for hand control yep. um, and they get their shoulder, can, like, how do you defend a... A flop presser that's got huge arm power a when flop, you're a hand control based puller. Anytime someone flop presses you, your best your best two two moves are to either get them out of their shoulder by dragging them out mm-hmm. so that you can turn their rotation over or create the best biomechanical block by coming forward and using your height and pushing towards them to come over the top of them. One 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 classic match that I remember is you versus none other than Mr. Danny Tan. <laughs> the legend the, the legendary <laughs> danny tesh yes um the legendary danny tesh uh this is going to bring up quite a few questions <laughs> once upon a time tried to flop press you and it looked like he had full shoulder commitment everything he was in yep oh you stopped him yep you didn't win the match but you you actually had him stopped and he elbow fouled out and then you busted your shoulder on the next go but no, i busted my shoulder in the first one yeah because when his elbow came off the back it kept forcing mm. down until... Had his elbow it. stayed on the pad, would you have beaten him that day, you think? I, I 100% felt like <laughs> <laughs> I had that man dead for rights. He was, he was redline trying to pin me, yeah. and I was the one bleeding. Like, I, I felt like I and, was... And that was hand control that you were stopping hand, with. Hand control. You weren't using arm power. No. There was no bicep lift really it was, going it on. It was pushing towards, cupping over the top of his hand, mm. taking all of his rotation access away. And all he had was a, a flop with supination. Mm-hmm. And and you were turning his palm up palm and up and up, up and, and up, up and up and up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And and guys, that, that that's an interesting feeling. I can I can speak of that feeling when it comes to being on the receiving end of it. Um, when I when I arm wrestle Jordan, uh, if if I end up on the defensive half, my palm gets constantly just slowly turned and turned and turned and turned and turned. And the more my palm is turned the less ability I have to go on the offense. And the more it turns, the more Jordan can take it down. And then if I try to come underneath and lift up, it twists the wrist to the point where pain in the wrist really kicks in. And you, at that point, you're like, I'm either going to break my stuff up here, yeah. which you've done to someone, haven't you? Or I'm going to get yeah. pinned. Who did, who, tell me the story of that. Someone <laughs> so flopped, that was left arm. Someone tried to flop press you. Andy and they, Bosnich. Andy Bosnich from Victoria. Yeah, yep. And you the, broke his uh, hand. What was that? 2018 Victoria State <laughs> titles. Um, and he refused to, to be pinned, didn't he? Yeah, he, he really connected in with it, with his shoulder. He got to the point where he was pretty much touching his shoulder. Mm. And the moment that they told him to give out his shoulder, the wrist went back, but he stayed in the shoulder <laughs> position. And I felt a pop click. And then he... Then he, he conceded moved, finally. Moved out. Yeah. And what happened? He broke his the metacarpals in the back of his hand or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. The, the twist. So Jordan doesn't break arms, he breaks hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah, if you want to put it that way, yeah. It's pretty brutal. But um 
Okay, so that that's a little a teaser there, but on the perspective from the hand control side, I want to speak. So power. Yeah, I want to speak of power and arm um, importance. Uh, obviously, for someone like when I take on Jordan, I know, and to use it to quote Devin Larratt, you don't fight a losing battle. If you can, if you can identify something that you can't win in a hard counter sense. Now, a hard counter for those watching who's never heard that term, hard counter is just force on force, no no. No counterattacking, no tricks, no traps. It's just, I'm stronger than you. And the other guy says, well, no, you're not. If I try to fight Jordan in hand control, I know it's a losing battle for me. So I, I straight away don't. Um, but I know that I have greater side pressure in the elbow. And at the elbow, if we exclusively say at the elbow, I probably have better back pressure as well. But it's mm. only marginal. Yeah. Um, but I know that I have more power to exert at the elbow joint. Um what that does for me, what that does for me as an arm wrestler is, is is not to take away from hand control because I still need to have an ability to keep my pronation no matter what my wrist flexion does. Uh, pronation to me is always a very critical thing. If Has pro- to be. if yeah, because as we just mentioned before, if I get turned palm up, I'm screwed. Yeah, you don't have that connection through your elbow when your palms. Mm. You know, so I think we down. can agree that rotation, mm. whether you're an arm power puller or a hand control based control puller, yeah. rotation is critical yeah okay absolutely so because you always see jerry he still goes in with his thumb mm. down you yeah know? he's not allowing his thumb yeah. to be turned Todd up. hutchings goes goes in without his wrist mm. pronated yeah flop flop yeah. flop roll or the todd yeah. roll as as people know it yeah think of the todd roll when todd pins someone even if his wrist gets busted back he's pinning with his thumb leading towards the pin yeah. Uh, so that as is much as possible. that is an indicator that his rotation is still intact, and he's actually won the ro- the battle of rotation. So he's still doing that. So rotation is common for both strategies, but arm power um, can allow arm power gives you access to often uh, people who associate it with hooking. Yeah, um, but it's not just about hooking. It's uh, think about back pressure setup. Uh, it's often something that goes hand in hand with high knuckles back pressure. Um, it's something traditionally that you don't like to deal with would be a fast back pressure mm. puller. Um, yep. When you're, if their wrist is strong enough, their back pressure is strong enough, they can just ultimately separate you from your body before you can really get that hand control in place. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, so arm, arm power definitely, definitely has its place. Like, and the weird thing for me is I don't exclusively believe in either one or the other. I started as a, as a hand control puller. And then you realized added, that you needed power. I added a bunch of power. And now where I sit, I sit I sit firmly in the camp of both these things. I love both of them. And I think for me, I can't actually survive without either of them. Um, so where would where would you put your scale of mm. of necessity for hand control to arm power? For me, for me, uh, I'm I'm firmly fifty fifty. Given firmly fifty, firmly fifty fifty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm not giving either one the win here. And and the reason I say I'm fifty fifty on it is because of the weight category I compete in. I compete in a weight category where I don't feel like I'm tall. I don't feel like I'm short. Mm. I feel like I'm pretty much average uh, in the biomechanical range that's possible. And so therefore, as I I face as many opponents that. Um, are uh, biomechanically advantaged to take my hand mm-hmm. as I do disadvantaged to take my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, if I take on someone like a Lachlan Adair, uh, I'm looking for hand control. 
big time. I want to yeah. I want to get that fast because I know I'm not going to bang in on his arm and 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 win there. But if I take on you, I don't want to make the match about hand control. I I want to get onto your arm at the quickest possible. So I'm 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 both. But if you are someone who is down that Sasha Andreev sort of end of the, the scale, I don't know how tall Sasha Andreev is, but he must be no more than like five foot or something like that. I don't know. I'll give him six. Five, six. six. Probably is. I don't know. Yeah. He, he looks like Jathan Statham's mini me to me. Um, I don't know if you agree. There's, there's Sasha Andreev. Hope you're watching, Sasha. Hi, if you are. Doubt it, but you never know. Um, <laughs> you reckon he looks like Jason Come Statham? Comes up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next minute, <laughs> Sasha's calling us out. Um, but Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'd actually love to pull Sasha. I'd, I'd love it because he's a great example of arm power, isn't he? Yeah. Um, short and guy. Tendons. Su- yes. Yes. Last night's topic, tendon power. That man just bangs in with a supinated wrist and says, what are you going to do about it? I'm just going to do this. It's only, it's only really Todd Hutchins that does it better than Sasha. I think Sasha is probably the second best that comes to mind immediately when it comes to just supinated side pressure. Yeah. Um, but Sasha is a great example of an arm power based puller. He doesn't really care for, for much hand control. Um, he cares for getting on his opponent's bicep. The reason arm power based pullers supinate is because when they supinate, um, it gives them, we're using the side of their hand, an avenue to attack your opponent's shoulder. And eventually, if you get through their bicep, um, and they're not fighting to bend their wrist, they're just saying, whatever, have it. And, uh, and they go from there. Danny Tesh, another good example of it, really. He's right. arm power Defensive central, isn't catch, <laughs> And I will drive through and then come over. Hmm. So is it, it's not necessarily right to say short people should be arm power, tall people oh, should no. be. Uh, because tall hookers that, that use arm power, Devin. like Devin, like Mike Aiello, like Danny, they've proven that you can be a long limb person and have arm power as your strategy and go a long way. But do you think that it's Devin's hand that's making people stop in those matches? Or is it the arm power? It depends on which... which oh, he, Devin can do all of it. That's yeah, the thing. Devin, exactly. There's matches where Devin stops with hand and there's matches where he carves, you know, bullies and stops mm. with, with his, I guess, arm power. Yeah. Um, but he uses a very connective tissue-based hook. He's not a muscular-style hooker. And, and he searches to take that hand away from people in mm. supination cup and then come, brings them back into his zone and then controls them from there. Mm. Yeah. So, so De- Devin, Devin's not a good example to highlight either because he no. does both. Yeah. <laughs> He's got it all. Devin's a very well-rounded package. But um, so it's not it's not necessarily true to say tall guys are hand control, short guys are arm power. Mm-hmm. Um, there are there are hand control based uh, short guys. Uh, if I if I try to think of one, Arsen Liliev was one. Yeah. Uh, Janis Amelins another. Um, guys with short arm, Vladislav Krasovkas, the, the If you ever grip up with Vladislav Krasovkas, you you feel hand control on him. His hand is like holy. His arm is is a short, compact thing, which makes him very explosive. Mm-hmm. He can really finish fast, but it's his hand control that he focuses on a lot. Um, he's not a he's he's an offensive hand control as yeah. opposed to. And you know, there we go. I think we might that might be something. If you are a hand control based puller who is short. You tend to be very offensive. Well, that's Engen Terzi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very explosive, very you know, hand controlled, take, taking away people's access to power really fast. Mm. You know, tall guys 
with hand control have seemingly more more opportunity to be defensive forwards. Tom Holland, Devin Larratt, yourself. Yeah. Not to say you guys can't flash pin people. Yeah. I know you have a but very good ability to flash pin when all the circumstances are correct. But when yeah. you're in a balanced match, more often than not, you're stopping, suffocating, mm. finishing, aren't you? Yeah. You only fla- you're flash pinning people that you're a, a league above. Usually, Essentially. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah, except for that time you flash pinned me. And talking. <laughs> And Torben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting stuff there. Okay, so we've been talking for 20 minutes about the dynamics of hand control. That's been 20 minutes. 20 wow. minutes already. It goes quickly, doesn't yeah. it? So we, we, are, we are at the time where we have to answer the ultimate question. We already know your answer. Hand control, arm power. Um, for you, I want you to answer it for you, yep. and then I want you to answer it for the sport. Mm-hmm. Okay. For me, actually, no, I want to do it on three. Okay. For but you, the sport. And for um, uh, newcomers. Okay. Yep. All right. Go for it. That, I think that, you know, mm. gets a lot of the, the audience, you know. Yep. Um, for me, I'd go 75-25. And? And. Yep. Yeah. For the sport, I'd say <laughs> where it's at at the moment, I'd say it's 60-40. And power. Oh, power! Look at okay, cool. I'd I'd say that in, in a general sense, that's where most people are at. Yeah, yep. you know. Um, and then I'd say for newcomers, it should be seventy-five, twenty-five. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I largely agree. For for me, I'm fifty-fifty when it comes to my own personal. I think the sport. Um, I think the sport should be more hand-focused than not. Because ultimately, wrist flexion, mm. the person with the strongest wrist flexion usually wins. Yep. Even if the arms are a thing. Um, but hands dictate the terms of where the battle will be fought. Yeah. Once that has been established, it arms, all to power. arms then determine the winner. Yeah. Um, so when you and I arm wrestle, we're inevitably going to find a, a point where our hands stop. It might be here. Yeah. might be right in the middle. might be wherever. Wherever our hands stop, it's then a question of who can who can go sideways yep. harder given this is where our balance point is mm. of the hand. So the hand battle actually happens first most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Except for the Danny Teshers, <laughs> Sasha Andrea, Todd Hutchins of the world who just say, I don't care, I'm supernatural and throwing my shoulder at you um, like a but baseball. That, but that's them still giving it. And and dictating the terms of where the hand control that's, lies. Hey, that that's that's the inverse of of keeping your hand is a, or losing your hand is a choice, isn't it? Yeah. Those guys are voluntarily straight away saying, "Have my have yeah. my pronation. I don't yeah. want it." And you can even I'm not even going to try to get cup. I'm just going to stay flat. Yeah. They're giving that so they gain something else, aren't they? Yeah. And that that gets into the whole other technical conversation of when to try to keep hand control. That, folks, is for another episode. Oh my goodness me! All right, let, let's let's leave that there and let's go and look at some of the questions. We got we got fifty one people watching at the moment, and we've got looks like a bunch of questions that we can address. Um, I'm going to scroll back at the top and have a look at what there is, and we'll go from there. Uh, oh, Palin says send nudes, Jordan. Just okay. Just <laughs> getting screenshot that one. <laughs> screenshot that. 
Oh, send nudes to Palin. He's after him. Exhaustion. Devin Larratt on the podcast. Yeah, we will get Devin on here eventually. Toddzilla Files. Yeah, some good information in the Toddzilla Files on this YouTube channel. Blaze Car. The fight is hand-to-hand, not bicep-to-bicep. It's the main part. Hand-to-hand versus bicep-to-bicep. Um, it is... We, the, the sport's called arm wrestling, isn't it? it but is. it is, in fact, hand and wrist as the biggest priority. With a few exceptions. <laughs> so, Blaze, I agree, but I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what brand of mayonnaise is in my fridge from DVT583? I am a praise mayonnaise man. What are you? What are you? I think I'm a Heinz. Heinz? Oh, gee whiz. I don't know about that one. Praise is good. I've had praise for years. Anyway, random question, but we're, this, we're here for you, people. We will answer <laughs> your questions. Uh, Chris Langdon, no cap. Favorite flavor? Oh, what? Favorite flavor of I don't even know what that is. Ju I don't know. Juice? I don't favorite flavor of Chris Langer? I don't know. Sorry, Chris. I don't know what you're asking. <laughs> um TM Trivia. I was just looking up this topic yesterday, so I'm glad you are talking about it. TM Trivia, it is it, it's a can of worms this one. Like we've we've just touched on the the, the surface of it here. Mm. Um really, how how do you even identify and here's a good question that this one's made me think of. How on earth do you identify what you should improve on? opinion okay so when most people start out what what you need to improve on is is your technique mm. more than anything and then from there once you know your, your basic techniques and you've got them down pat then you can identify where you are weak like mm. it, if you're just trying to top roll but your pronation's doing these wobbly ones <laughs> um, probably a good idea to to iron that out with a not you know yeah, yeah a band yeah. and get that ironed out nice and slow you know but you know if you if you're coming in um, after doing forty years on a mechanic you know mm-hmm. in a mechanic shopping your you wrist, it, you wrist is iron and you can you can turn it any way you want but your arm but, goes down but every time that you go sideways you get some inner elbow mm-hmm. you know you should probably start doing a little so bit. so it's lar- it is largely uh, of course dependent upon not only Every, everyone goes down their own path. We we aren't gonna set you on a path that you need to follow. Mm. You you need to find where you are, you know, lacking and, and slowly develop yourself. And you often you often feel that through whoever it is you're chasing. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Whether it's in your club, whether it's a super match coming up, you'll be able to say, Well, I'm gonna need more hand for this guy or I'm yeah. gonna need more arm for this guy. Um and you, it, it's a guess sometimes, but you inevitably find out the truth when the match happens and, and you either lose or you win or you go, hmm, okay. Yeah. And you feel. So table time will give you a sense of what the problem is and then you go away and train it. Yep, absolutely. That's, and the next question is training it in the gym. How is, is there a right way to train hands? Is there a right way to train arms? Like it's fairly obvious. Do you try to combine them both? Do you try to keep your hand and arm relative to each other or do you... Go all in on one and and make one I'm not less. Comment on that. <laughs> it, I want interesting question. Um, I'm gonna ask Jordan, uh, or I actually know the answer to it, but um, mm. it's a it's a very fascinating point for you guys. This guy's biceps aren't like they, they do look good from that angle. From that angle, they look good. They look good, <laughs> they but look but you got to realize they're not enormous um, relative to other arm wrestlers that he is balanced with. Um, yet when you get on straight back pressure. Mm-hmm. You can lift phenomenal numbers. Yep. Very much equivalent to guys that do have big biceps. Why is that? 
because I'm using other muscle groups to so there's compensate. A, there's a lot of muscles in your forearm yep. that actually assist in what people think is only going to be handled by the bicep. Yep. So I, I can preach a curl 45 mm. kilos mm -hmm. and, and go straight down all the way back up. Mm. And guys at the gym are like, they're looking at your biceps going, it's not, Dude, that up. is not meant to happen. <laughs> um, and that was me at 78 kilos. Like, so, so, and then, you know, people look at me and go, how are you doing that? I supinate in a little bit. I let my arm open, but as mm. I bring it up, I supinate and then I pronate to finish. <laughs> yeah, so your <laughs> arm wrestling the, the dumbbell all the way up. Yeah, oh. And uh, John Brzezink's another interesting um, case study. Um, we all know John Brzezink is, is the, the greatest arm wrestler of all time. Yeah. Um, and we also know, you may not know YouTube, but John hates the gym with a passion. Yeah. Hates it. He preaches table time only. And he will say, look, if he's going to have to go to the gym, the only thing he says he'll do is a couple of wrist curls. Um, when I was last in Arizona, I forced John into a gym. Um, yeah, we, Eric Wolfs. Say again? Eric Wolfs. Yes. At Eric Wolfs home in Arizona, we, we took John to the gym and he looked so, <laughs> so nonchalant. He didn't care. He was like... Really, am I here in this gym? I can't believe it. But we got him on the back pressure, yeah. which is, in, in a lot of people's opinions, an arm power-based thing. And John, who is known for his dominant hand, had very strong back pressure relative to all of us. He picked yeah. up way more than, than I could. I couldn't, I couldn't move what John was moving. Um, and he is a hand-controlled dominant arm wrestler. Yeah. His arms... With a bad shoulder. With, yeah, he's got a bad shoulder, and he will admit that his biceps strength, his arm power is not he's that arm. amazing. Yeah. John's arm power is not that amazing, yet he still has done all of it that he has done. Yep. So back pressure is linked to hand control. Absolutely. But it's not linked... Hand control isn't linked directly linked in the same fashion to side pressure, is it? Like... We're not talking about access to power. Well, I'm saying, but isn't it? I don't know. I'm asking to, these questions. Where we're exploring to have good side pressure. Don't you need to have access to it? Well, if I if, is Todd Hutchins. Yes, we talked about rotation before. Mm. But if you if you stay fully supinated, mm. um, that you're not actively contracting mm. your wrist flexion, mm -hmm. nor are you rotating. If you're so just supinated, if Jerry Catarat flop presses onto Todd's. Wanting to supinate for side pressure, does he have as much side pressure here? Hang on, hang on. If, 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 who, Jerry, who, if Jerry flops, flops onto Todd, Todd trying to supinate and side pressure, mm -hmm. what happens? Well, I think Jerry, we as we saw it, Jerry just boom straight through because Todd doesn't have access to side pressure. But it was if superior gets... arm power that it was, it was superior shoulder commitment. Jerry has better shoulder here than Todd has here, and mm -hmm. so bulldozed. I just don't think what I'm saying is I don't think hand control has a very drastic effect on this mm -hmm. in a supinated position. And this is largely a hand control irrelevant with the exception of finger containment mm -hmm. is largely irrelevant. And it just, that's just connective tissue integrity yeah. and how your blokes need to do the work. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, we went down a big rabbit hole on that question. Let's get back to some more questions. That was like five minutes of that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, whoever asked that question. I don't even, you think, asked I don't that even think it was a question. It was just a point, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> so, uh, what are we at? Case of Corona, a few hot ones right now is just too perfect from No Dice. Glad you're enjoying the Coronas. Uh, everyone's forgot about Corona now. Anyway, it's old Corona? news, apparently. 
Um, great setup from Jonathan. Thank you. Oh, Blaze Car message retracted. Ian E message retracted. I wonder what that was. They must have said. We missed it. They must have said something juicy. Gee whiz. Both of you gents retracting messages. Shane Kerry, yo, Shane Kerry. Look at this. See this big green writing. Yep. Yep. That means Shane Kerry has been a supporter of Houthtown Armistice Channel for over three months. Oh, awesome. Salute to Thank you, you, Shane Kerry. Thank you very much. Blaze Car definitely can't have one without the other. Best to be both. Yeah, I agree. 50 50 makes sense because why limit either? Train both when, uh, train both of them to their max. Actually, on that 50 50 point, mm. yeah. I'd like to bring it up that if your um, hand is far more superior than your opponent's, mm-hmm. say a quarter, mm-hmm. but yet you're still at the same level, mm. where would you rather be? So, well, that, so, that, that's kind of you and me. Yeah. We're at the same level. Yeah. In the sport, we, realistically, we're at the same level. So would you but prefer you have, to have more hand or would you prefer to have more, like, be battling with the arm? You're saying if I'm chasing, if I'm trying to beat you, yeah. if I have a match coming up against you, I would train. I, I certainly wouldn't train. Or if my, you were in my position, would you prefer to have the hand or would you seek power? For you, like, if I was coaching you to beat me, I mm. would say, I would say you already know you can defeat my cup so you don't need more pronation. Yeah. I would say that more cup for you is always going to be helpful because that's going to prevent my my mm-hmm. my rotation. So I would be training cup and side pressure if I was you to yep. beat me. And if I was me to beat you, I again wouldn't be training this. I'd be training the exact things you're trying to block, pronation. And for me, I'd actually train back pressure mm-hmm. to try to just separate you from the... From the inevitable so you're saying a little bit of arm, a little bit of hand on each. Yeah, given because we really understand each other's style a lot. We yep. know we know where when 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 the shit hits the fan, <laughs> we know where it lands. Yeah. So we know what to train. But when you don't know the the the, the ultimate balance point with your next opponent, mm. you do have to guess. Yeah. And if you're guessing, uh, you do your best to analyze that opponent and say, well, look how they beat their last ten guys. Look how they lost to their last ten guys. I guess I'm going to need this based on the length of their arm all sorts of stuff. You gather as much intel as you can. But that's why round one, I lose matches because I guess it wrong. Yeah. But if you're adaptable, you go on to win. Eight super matches in a row now on right, I'm successful having had lost the first round in six of those occasions. Six. Six. Yeah, nasty stuff. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what else we got? What else we got? Da, 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 da. Sasha is five foot four, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Is there a Jordan versus Danny video out there? Yes, there is. There is. <laughs> I will. I will dig it up for you, gentlemen and ladies. If there's any ladies in these sixty-seven people watching, um, statistically, there should be one and a half women watching, based on how many YouTube subscribers are female. So, to the one and a half women in here, welcome. Um. But yeah, I'll get the video for Jordan versus Danny. It's very, very, very impressive. Um, Not that long. It's but back in 2016, wasn't it? Nationals 2016, me. you were 80 kilos pulling up in the 90 kilos yeah. to try to hunt Danny, to yeah. make a point, yeah. and you almost made it. You just blew your shoulder. Okay. Um, chilled man, forgot this was live. He thought he was watching a recording. Oh. Lieutenant Scrotes, what about Cataret? Yeah, I think we've covered Cataret. A fair bit. He is 
an exception to the rule because he just makes himself so committed to one end of the spectrum. Um, but he still he still has he has the fundamentals. He has the pronation, which is still part of hand control. As Devin always says, hmm. he's he's got everything else. He just doesn't you know use hmm. it in the, in the top matches you know against those sorts of people. Stronger than every woman on earth is saying. <laughs> Does Lachlan Adair have a chance against Kochak? We were big fans of Kochak in 2015. And Kochak, I believe, is the current 105 kilo WAF world champion. Um, I haven't seen him pull people like Krazy. He wasn't at Zlotty because he is in that band split thing. But so you'd have to say no because Kochak's experienced off the start. He's much more well-rounded. Yeah. If they went, all right, let's let's slow if can, pull. If he can beat Marcio, then like the way he did, mm. I'd say that Lachlan doesn't get his access to power. Yeah. Yeah, that's. The, I think if, if Lachlan has access to power equally mm. with Kochak, I think it's a war. Yeah, but I would back Kochak to deny access to power. Yeah, because he's he's well rounded. He he can top roll. He can hook. He can one do of everything. His shirts. <laughs> you do. You have his shirt this signed guy. and everything. Oh, look out! Before he was something, just saying. <laughs> yeah. Very good, Christian Doll. You've caught us live. Welcome, brother. Chill, man. Uh, what else we got? Um, looking, looking, looking. How do you get those posters? I want one. Um, hit up the Mazarenko crew. That's yep. where they came from. Yep. All those PAL types. Um, what could you suggest for a minor bicep tear? It really demotivated me when it comes to training. Oh, oh. I'm, Corbin. I, I'm going to take a Devon approach on this one. Mm-hmm. Whatever you can do that doesn't hurt. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where I, that, that's I'd the hit simplest that one. answer. Right Never there. stop. Yeah. Never stop. And just if, don't hurt. If you can just supinate, you know, if you mm. can just do do wrist rise whilst you're supporting your arm on the edge of a table, mm. you know, just isolate so that you're not using your bicep and and make your hand. Mm. Phil Rasmussen, Epic. I trained with Phil Rasmussen, the Australian Arm Wrestling Federation president, just two days ago. He's just come out of surgery. He just got his arm out of a sling. Mm. Uh, he did his subs cap. Yeah. Um, and he's putting his table hand on the table already and gripping up. And mm. he's just... He's just squeezing and he's just slightly rotating and there's no side pressure. He's just, yeah. he's just, and so he's doing whatever he can that doesn't hurt. So, yep. Yep. Good answer, Jordan. Thank All you. right. Uh, from Mohammed Tamir Rizwan, how did Brzezink get his hand so strong and why did no other arm wrestler get that amount of hand strength? Table time from day dot. Table time the from. The day he was born <laughs> to the he day grew, he, he still lives. He grew up as an arm wrestler. Uh, he grew up with his brother Bill being older and stronger than him. Yeah. And he grew up with his dad being, a, uh, I believe, a, a, a low-level pro arm wrestler. Yeah. Um, and John just wanted to beat him. And he wanted to beat his uncles and his cousins. And he said every day he would arm wrestle his brother and his dad until he could beat them. And, and that took until he was, I think, 20. He was actually world champion, I believe, when his dad could still beat him. Yeah. And so it took, him, it took him a while because his dad knew him so well. <laughs> And you had to beat John. But John, through the years of where growth hormone is, is active at its most and your body's putting all of its parts together, yeah. he was telling it, become an arm wrestler. Become an arm wrestler. Pretty much. <laughs> and look, who's to say? He may be a genetic anomaly as well. Yeah. He probably is because his cupping is, is stupid. It, yeah. it, it doesn't... I reckon that just comes from, from exactly where he's... Yeah. I don't think it's a genetic anomaly. I think it's just... It's, con- it's environmental. Yeah. 
I believe so too. And, and that's the exciting thing about where the sports now is there are hundreds, if not thousands of kids now yep. that are doing what John did and even more so. Look at the Kazakhs. There's... My daughter in eight years. My... <laughs> yeah, your daughter's a killer, man. I think she's going to be a monster. Anyway, next question. Uh, from TM Trivia, I'm new and was training pronation using a book bag strap around my thumb and started feeling nerve damage in my thumb. Have you nerve damage? Yes. Welcome to arm wrestling. Uh, you are in your first couple of months, <laughs> couple of years, maybe. You're gonna do. You're gonna go into matches. There's gonna be a ready go and at high intensity. You're gonna slip or something. Someone's thumb's gonna dig into you, and you're gonna get. You're gonna walk away going, I can't feel my hand. Like my whole hand's gone, or all the way down my forearm feels numb. Can't feel my fingers anymore. Uh, it, yeah, it's <laughs> happened to me on just about every finger I've got on my hand. But the good news is my hands are back. I, I I'm essentially 99 percent feeling is back. But I remember the biggest one for me was from my pinky all the way down in a triangle, it spread to about that wide. I couldn't, I could scratch here, couldn't feel a thing. Um, nerve damage happens in arm wrestling. But ner the like nerves repair, and I believe you become conditioned to it where they're a bit more resilient the second time around. So. Uh, the top two parts of my fingers, I couldn't feel for like <laughs> about the same amount of time. Yep. It happens. All right. We've got a couple of people adding some comments about the Eddie Hall's biceps there. Thanks for that contribution, chilled man. Um, do, 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 do. Jordan, what do you do for a living? Do you, try, do, you, do you get to train arm wrestling as part of your work? Oh, no, so, so you, you you kind of you squeeze it in where possible. I, I make everything work the way I need it to. Yeah, <laughs> I pull around two hundred kilo glass bins doing lat drags. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. Someone's saying, please increase the volume. Too late. This yeah, is where sorry. we're at. <laughs> sorry, should have should have read that earlier. Um, blah, 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 blah. What else we got? Any more questions? Looking at lots of comments. All good comments. Do you think it's possible to become a champion with one dumbbell and a rope? Technically, yeah. I, I, do, I do. The think only so. other thing you need is a table and another human, and you're good. Yeah. Like that. That. Um, that's arm it. wrestling really is a, a fantastic sport that you don't need fancy equipment to train yeah. for. It. You no. really can. A rope, you can do just about everything you need with a rope with bike tie wrist. tube. Old bike yeah. tie tube, just as good as a you know. Yep. Resistance band. All right. Wrist and fingers training, rising through fingers. What to do? Oh, sorry. Wrist and fingers hurt when training, rising. What to do? Lighten the weight and do more reps till they stop hurting. Yep. Uh, never do something that causes an acute pain. Touched on it before yep. with the Devon Larratt thing. Yep. Do as much as you can that doesn't hurt. Going to the edge of pain is mm. a good thing. Yeah. Feeling it, identifying where the pain is, good. But don't actually cause any acute pain. What is it that has given John the ability to beat the giants of the sport? Strong cup, strong pronation. The best out there for a long time. What's the most beneficial metric of hand size for arm wrestling? Length, width, and in terms of arm wrestlers, what length hand is a considered a long hand? Mm. I don't think there's again any one um, like this is the. the I'm not going to say that at all. You have a long hand. Yep. Your hand is is reasonably wide, but it's not hugely wide. No. But you have a you have very long fingers. Very long. You have very long, long long metacarpals. Yeah. Um. Let's. Hold up, side by side. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> it's hard to do. Oh, that was really hurting my wrist just to rotate like that. Oh my goodness. But 
you have a long hand which presents gives you a set of tools mm. uh, a, a long hand allows for greater dragging ability because yep. you can you can secure yeah at the same gives time you better hand control at the same time as being secure on this side of your opponent you you because your hand's long you can also have your hand out a little bit giving you pronation so yep. dragging is great for big hands if I've got a super wide hand supination and hooking it, yeah. it's well, brilliant wrist, wrist flexion and cancelling yeah. out anyone else's yeah. pronation if you've got a wide hand yep. if you have a tiny little hand your own pronation <laughs> is and, and wrist rise yeah. is a great weapon short forearms base power is right there like if you can get a strap to be you know anywhere close to your elbow mm. with a short arm guess what you are in your power like straight away yeah. um, and that's what you should focus on if you can keep your wrist up or if you can keep supinated, straight in. Like yeah. like my brother Aaron. Once yeah. he get, once he gets into a coiled hook, yeah, it's, it's so hard to get out. <laughs> like even now, like it, it's still hard. Like using good bio, biomechanics and using your leverage correctly mm. is a hundred percent. Yeah. So I think the the ultimate answer is there. There, every shape of hand presents and gives you a different set of opportunities to to employ. Yeah. Um, there is no that's the one again one of the beautiful things about the sport is every shape and size can be elite absolutely all right um, can you do a series with Jordan about setups and denying access to different styles we certainly can we'll do that on the table another day but um, what happened to my super match with a big Kiwi MMA fighter coronavirus stopped it um, we can we can do that one still I'm happy to do that one big Marcus Atirai um, and it looks like we're getting to the bottom of these. Ryan, Jesus is coming soon. Fantastic. Thanks for that one. Uh, if you were to rewrite over the top with current arm wrestlers, who would you like to see as the hero? Who would the Sly Stallone character be? Don't know. Never seen the movie. Mm. What? <laughs> Hang on, what? <laughs> what? You haven't seen over the top? No. Are you just like, you've, you've now become one of those people that's like, oh, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I'm so cool. Yeah. Is, that, is that what you are now? You're, you're, you're holding onto that I'm just like... to be cool? Every time I see like the little clip that someone puts up on Facebook, I'm like, it's so cringeworthy now. I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> Can you to believe watch that? It. He hasn't seen over the top. Oh my goodness, it's 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 not a bad movie. It's, for a 1987 movie, it's not a bad movie. It's it's not a bad movie. Honest opinion. No, it's, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's it's uh, better than the Champion movie that came out from South Korea oh, that was about armor. That uh, I struggled to watch that. I watched that on a flight to the US one time and I was like, I'm gonna sit through this just because I'm an arm wrestler and I can't I can't bail out on it. But I, if I wasn't an arm wrestler, I was bailing way, way, way earlier. But over the top, no, that's good. Um all right guys. I we have been on here for forty six minutes, so um I reckon we're gonna wrap it up. Yep. Um and uh leave it there. But guys, Thank you so much for uh, being here on the show today. Yep. Uh, the questions, for all your questions the conversations yep. are always good. Um, we, the numbers are were solid. I wasn't sure given that the US is kind of late at night mm. and I think Europe's asleep um, and Aussies are at work. I wasn't sure if we need good numbers, but we're sitting here at 67 people live right now. So guys, thank you for being here on the show. Um, hit share for me. Hit If you don't subscribe yet, chuck, chuck a subscription down. Only uh, if, you're liking, if you're liking this content, then um, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, there'll be more of it in the future. Now that you've got this great mm. setup, and you can go from one camera to the next. Oh, whoa, hey, whoa, there, there we go. That's me. Look at that. Look at that. And we're going to get on the wall behind me a live subscription counter at yep. some point. 
and it's gonna make a little ding noise every time someone. Not, that's a pin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we might put that's a pin on there. I don't know. I gotta get that's a pin on this board here. Oh, you do. Yeah. So neat. So anytime someone says something good, that's a pin. <laughs> that's a pin. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it that uh, Indian Kiwi accent for it to really come through good. But uh, anyway, guys, we're going to leave you. Thank you for being on the show. And uh, now I've got to work out how to end this live stream. So we'll catch you next time, guys. All right, there's the music. How goes the music on it? What? I don't, it's very loud for us. I don't think it's as loud for you as it is for us. But it's very loud. All right, guys. See ya. Oh, there's the crowd goes wild, too. Well, guess what? Well, I don't know, we're out of here. I think it's... Oh, oh there we go. We're gone. <laughs>